This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are two days removed from the best college football playoff semifinal day ever. Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan. We talk about all those now with the one and only Barrett Salee of CBSSports.com, CBS Sports HQ, all the CBS Sports properties. Barrett, it's Andrew. Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year, Andrew. Not going to lie, um, still recovering from the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl, and the Peach Bowl particularly. I got home from the stadium, and I don't live that far, at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> so I, I, I saw your videos from the sideline, you know, your personal shots, your the game, fo- the official kind of TV footage as well. Walk me through the emotions of that game, when you thought Georgia was done, when you thought Georgia was back alive, and then the missed field goal to end the whole thing. So I actually thought Georgia was done uh, pretty early because Ohio State had the ball. They were up 21-17, or 21-7, I'm sorry, and it just kind of felt like Georgia was on the brink. And I think that uh, if Ohio State had gone down and and scored a touchdown, it would have been over. And Georgia held them. They went down. They scored a touchdown to make make it 21-14 and, you know, kept, kept themselves in the game. I thought Ohio State was done when the field goal landed <laughs> in a different zip code from the actual field goal goalpost um, because I thought that after C.J. Stroud had that long run uh, that, you know, Ruggles is a great kicker. There's no way he's going to miss, and if he does miss, it'll uh, shock everybody, and I didn't think that uh, that it would go that far right. right. But, I mean, it, it's just bizarre. Ohio State – Kicked, they, he kicked that ball in 2022, and it landed in 2023, which is the most bizarre and unbelievable stat of, of a game that had plenty of bizarre and unbelievable stats. Yeah, I just retweeted again this morning. There's like a, a four, a quad box that's been bouncing around Twitter of two game fail, three game shots, and the ABC New Year's Eve countdown. And you're watching all of these things happen. And you're right. The kick's in the air before midnight. And then at 12.01, you know, 12 and one second, Kirby's dancing on the field celebrating the miss and the win. It's just, it was mind-blowing that night. Unbelievable. And honestly, like, because two great semifinals are essentially a unicorn in the world of college football, I guess it's appropriate that the the greatest semifinal day in, in the sports history culminates with one of the most bizarre and entertaining stats we've ever seen. So in the aftermath now, did Georgia get exposed and your word against TCU or did Georgia get a wake up call and we'll go back to being Georgia against TCU to mo- next Monday night? I think they, I, wouldn't, I don't know if they got exposed. I think the weakness that we kind of saw against LSU kind of solidified itself. And 
you know, Garrett Nussmeyer threw all over them in the SEC championship game. Now, well, granted, it was garbage time, but still, Kirby doesn't care. Kirby gets really angry when, uh, when that happens. And, and C.J. Stroud did the same thing. Now, granted, TCU doesn't have the kind of depth at, and versatility at wide receiver as Ohio State and certainly doesn't have the best wide receiver in college football. But Quentin Johnson's pretty darn close. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's that concern. I think with that said, it's Georgia's not going to play that bad on the defensive front. And, and they didn't play horrible, but, you know, Ohio State, especially uh, with DeWan Jones and Paris Johnson, they had a little bit of success against that defensive front. We didn't really call Jalen Carter's name until the fourth quarter. And, you know <laughs> – I don't know if that's a product of just the, the success and the, the talent on Ohio State's offensive line or if there's something else there. But I think in the secondary, yeah, there's some concern um, because it, clearly the, the game plan from Will Muschamp was to not give up the big plays, and yet they still gave up the big plays. All right, before we leave this game, where did that C.J. Stroud performance come from? We've been waiting for it. Didn't know he could run like that. Why was Saturday the time it showed up? Because it was they had a month to prepare. Okay. And, you know, C.J. Stroud, he's had games like that passing. Uh, but he, you're right. He had not really had that kind of success running. Even though like, we all knew he could do it. Like, that's the weird thing about Ohio State is that you look at his stats, and it's like the dude's a statue back there, but he's not. You know, he clearly has the ability to run, and we all knew that. Um, I think the Georgia got kind of sh- – uh, it got shaken up a little bit when they saw part of the game plan where C.J. Stroud was, was using his legs, and yet they probably should have saw that coming because Travion Henderson wasn't there. And then earlier in the week, you know, Mayan Williams – was removed from the full media day when every player is supposed to be required to b- attend because he had a stomach bug. So, you know, I think Georgia should have realized that, hey, you know what, they're going to have a, a an athletic wide receiver. Granted, an athletic wide receiver, but still somebody who's not necessarily accustomed to being a running back as one of the two primary running backs. So you probably should think that CJ is going to use his legs because Kirby recruited him and knows what he's capable of. So, um yeah, I think it was actually an, an eye-opening game for Stroud in the sense that he hadn't done that all year, but he he does have that in his arsenal, and we've sort of known that for two years. Barrett Salise, CBSSports.com, CBS Sports HQ with us here, writer than you on this Monday morning. So we get to TCU in Michigan. Um, for those not as fully entrenched in the game as you, Put into context the Horn Frogs getting to the semifinals and then beating up Michigan the way they did over the weekend. Well, it's the team of destiny. And really in the national championship hunt, we haven't had that in the playoff era. And actually we did have that in the last year of the BCS era with Florida State and Auburn. That was the year Auburn had to kick six and the miracle of Jordan Hare and played you know, a ton of close games and all that stuff. That's what this is comparable to. TCU was a 250-1 to favorite to win the national championship who are tied 258 to one odds uh, that is unheard of so in that sense it's the team in that sense it's the team of destiny it's the miracle team all that other stuff uh, and on top of that you had Sonny Dykes taking over for Gary Patterson who I think we all 
considered one of the best coaches in college football for a long time. But for the last couple of years, you couldn't really say that. And so you kind of thought it was a broken program that was going to take a little while to get back to, you know, where, where it was and where it can be. Uh, that's the kind of season they've had. And on top of that, they've done it in so many different ways, from total domination to getting its tail kicked in and then figuring out things in the second half to, you know, playing winning with defense, winning with offense, you know, every single possible way. Um, and, and in that one specifically, TCU showed just how versatile it can be offensively because, you know, it lost Henry Miller in the game, so they had to figure out how to run. UMax Duggan could do it, but his statistics weren't all that great. You had two pick sixes. You have controlled the line of scrimmage. You had Jim Harbaugh flustered, um, you know, so, and, and you took advantage of Jim Harbaugh thinking he's the smartest man in the room, and that was clear with, um, you know, with that fourth down call. I didn't mind going, him going for fourth down, but you don't run, you know, the reverse pass in the first quarter when you know you might have to use that in, you know, in a two-point situation later in the game. So it, it had everything. That game had literally everything all the way down to bad calls. Yeah. <laughs> that that could have changed the outcome of games. It was it was wild, but I think for TCU, that's just kind of how they live. So I guess it was appropriate. You got to Harbaugh before I did. Um, second straight year, they beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, get to the semifinal, don't win it. It's what six straight bowl losses for this program. Is there one thing you can put your finger on to explain all of that? I mean, is it possible that the the extra time? is actually not good for Michigan. What do you make of their struggles here at the finish line the last couple of years? Time is not good for Michigan. I think that's fair to say after what we saw, um, and, and for two different ways, right? Um, I think the this past Saturday, it was the fact, like I said, it gave Harbaugh a chance to prove that he's the smartest man in, in the room, and all coaches think that, and a lot of times coaches fail and realize that they're not, and Harbaugh's not, and I think – um, that showed, especially with that, like I said, the two-point convert or the the, uh, the the Philly special. Although I hate calling it the Philly <laughs> special because they didn't invent it, and it's been a part of every team's playbook for a long time. Um, but you know, calling that play on the first drive on fourth and one, like you have the Joe Mora winning, Mora winning uh, offensive line. You've got Donovan Edwards. Like, dude, just run the ball. Like, this is not rocket science. Um, you know, so I think the time and. You know, the time for Harbaugh to kind of prove that he's smart hurts. Um, and, and then going back to the semifinal last year, the quarterback development hurts or lack thereof. You know, last year, obviously, it was Kate McNamara and J.J. McCarthy, that sort of rotation he used. Uh, this year, it, you should have built off of J.J. McCarthy's success, and it, it didn't seem like he did. And, and maybe it kind of goes back to the game against Ohio State for McCarthy kind of being smoke and mirrors. And so I think you kind of can cherry pick, you know, little things here and there that show that Harbaugh's not as, as good of a college coach as, as a lot of people think. And, and I think that had kind of become apparent, but they hadn't really played in big games. And then now you see that in big games, some of those same mistakes, some of those same character traits um, haven't changed all that much. Barrett, last thing, what's the early call on TCU Georgia? Uh, I think Georgia wins. I think Georgia covers. I would never, ever bet on that game. Like, there is <laughs> zero chance. I wouldn't bet on it with your money, Andrew, not going to lie. Because what we've seen from TCU, team of destiny. Like I said, Auburn, Florida State. Auburn almost won that game. Um, you know, you can't count out TCU ever. We've seen that this season. So, 
I think Georgia wins. I think Georgia covers. But the way TCU plays and the fact that it's a 13-point game and not a 14-point spread leads me to believe backdoor covers in this as well. Uh, so all of those things lead me to believe don't ever bet on this game, but I do think Georgia wins and Georgia covers reluctantly picking, <laughs> picking Georgia to cover. Yeah, um, long story short, I have to bet on this game with my money in the form of beers around the office. So the the sentence of I wouldn't bet on this game is not good for me because I, I, I don't have no idea how to handle this one with seven days to go, but I'm gonna, I am I got to make some decision by next Monday morning. If we're talking about beer, I want to get in on the action, to, action too, just because <laughs> I like beer. Yeah. So um, count me in for Georgia minus 13. Although, um, like I said, if I lose, I might drink a lot of those. Uh, I might not get those beers to who deserves them and then drink them myself. <laughs> uh, last time we spoke, uh, spoke, I was worried about Jacob DeGrom going to your Braves. So at least I've got that going for me at the moment that he's in Texas, <laughs> Barrett. All right, Barrett. Well, uh, you know, little, little, little old mate thinking they matter. Exactly. Money to lose to the Braves. <laughs> All right, Barrett, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks as always. See you, Andrew. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 